You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 380 of Podcateers. This week, we give a quick update on the behind the attraction situation. We talk about Hollow Stream on Disney Plus, the Muppets Haunted Mansion trailer, Disney Plus Day, and the upcoming holiday themed event at Disneyland, Marius Nights. Remember that you can join the conversation over on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers. But we'd like to invite you to join our growing community over on Discord. You can find an invite in the blog post for this episode at podcateers.com slash 380. Teamboat Willie pins are officially on sale. A huge thanks goes out to everyone that's purchased the pin to support our fundraising efforts for City of Hope to help find a cure for women's cancers. Remember that we're going to donate $5 for every pin sold to City of Hope. Only 100 of these special edition pins will be available for purchase, and once they sell out, we will not be making any more of this gold variant. To purchase a pin, head on over to podcateers.com. You'll see a link for the pin on the homepage or in the blog post for this episode. Now, if pins aren't your thing, but you still want to help us out because you also hate cancer, a link to our team page will be available in the blog post for this episode, or you can go to teamboatwilly.com. The link is super easy to remember because it's kind of like Steamboat Willy, but without the S. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us. You can just send us a DM over on Instagram. That's the fastest way to get a hold of us, either on the Podcateers Instagram or the Teamboat Willie Instagram account. And by the way, if you're not following us on Instagram, you should be because we have some auctions also coming up. 100% of the proceeds from those auctions will be donated to City of Hope because I told you we hate cancer. We want to find a cure. Make sure that you're following us because information for the first auction that's coming up on October 1st has already been posted. It's an amazing piece by our pal Gavin. Uh, If you like the Tower of Terror, you like yourself some California Adventure Nostalgia, go check out the piece. It is super awesome. Uh, I'm hoping to do a live stream with Gavin very soon. Again, follow us on Instagram for information on when that happens. We're going to be talking about uh, walking and walk for hope a couple of years back. And it's going to be a good time. So, uh, again, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. And more info on the options and the pins, all available on teamboatwilly.com and our Instagram account. Now, before we kick off the podcast, I want to take a quick moment to thank a special group of people known as the FGP Squad, or as we like to call them, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, uh, access to Podcateers gear before anybody else gets access to it, additional content like the Podcateers After Show, access to our FGP Squad only section of the Discord server, and more. So if you want more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, head over to podcateers.com FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. So we're about to get this thing started, but before we do, if you're new to the podcast, I just want to say welcome. We're glad that you're hanging out with us. We hope you like what you hear. We hope you come back for more. And if you've been hanging with us weekly for quite some time, we appreciate you and thank you for choosing to spend time with us. So that's it. Time to kick off episode 380 of Podcateers.
this week because we got a haunted mansion trailer for the movie. Spooky season. <laughs> Let's just ignore that guitar long solo. Hair. That's okay. I'll just... <laughs> if I had long hair, I would be thrashing right now with excitement. <laughs> so we'll be talking about the Muppets Haunted Mansion trailer a little later in the episode. But before we do talk about anything in this episode, I just want to send a quick shout out to the FGP squad. Because we had happy hour this last weekend, it was super fun as always. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, played games, had some laughs. Next month, I think it's gonna be, uh, I don't know, it's gonna be different. It's gonna be extra fun. In the past, we've played other games other than digitally, and so I've set up the camera overhead. I think I've talked about this how we played Loteria and stuff. But next mm-hmm. month, the plan is to play. The Haunted Mansion board game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Halloween is coming. It's a perfect time to do it. It's going to be super fun. Or it's going to be an absolute debacle. Either way, I'm excited to find out what happens. <laughs> right? Sure. Uh, Larry, we miss you, buddy. My buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be a little transparent, the Mr. Boo Blake was calling. So <laughs> I, I don't blame you. That was awesome. I don't blame you. <laughs> I do not blame you one bit. How was the concert? That was pretty amazing. Uh, that was my first time going, to clarify the listeners, I was, went to the Anaheim Honda Center uh, to watch Michael Buble, an evening with Michael Buble. And uh, me and my wife are huge fans. We've watched him already twice before. This is our third time. I mean, he's just pure talent. And I think there's not very many acts like him that carry a large orchestra and then you have visual effects that probably Andrew would like to see, like hanging chandeliers, like, oh, man, lighting effects. Ooh. It was it was intense. And, I mean, like I said, the guy could carry a note. I mean, everyone knows the come fly with me. That's basically, you know, the seller. But it, he's a great Canadian. What can I say? <laughs> I, I think he's a, he's a good dude all around. Right, right. Let's just say that. But, yeah, he's super talented. Glad you had fun. Uh, it sounds like it was a really great concert. Uh, one of these days, I'll finally get a chance to see Michael Bublé in concert. I mean, I just, I dig his Christmas music the most. Yeah, holidays. I know it's bad to say, <laughs> but, you know, uh, he he takes up a good chunk of my playlist during Christmas. So I, I, I'll admit it. I like him. Have you tried, have you tried his water, Hazen, have you, in your rotation? Uh, I have. The strawberry one is probably my favorite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, didn't he do a commercial with Bubbly at one point? He, playing he's on his like name? their he's like their spokesman right now. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> he goes and like puts a little accent on all the cans <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's I good. love it. Yeah. See, that's cool when you can play into something like that. Because I mean, people were saying it anyway, right? Yeah. If you play into it, at least you're getting paid for it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand the whole like, oh, why are you just calling it my name? Blah, blah, <laughs> blah. Oh, I don't man. say Actual blah, blah, crying blah. sounds right there. <laughs> <laughs> Do not say. Uh, oh, so yeah. So speaking of the FGP squad, uh, I just want to say thank you again to everybody that showed up. If you're curious about what the FGP squad is, uh, we call them our podcast for your godparents. If you want more info on how you can become a part of the FGP squad family, 
Head on over to podcasters.com slash FGP for more information. There you'll find a list of some of our top contributors, some info on what the FGP squad is, and some links to Patreon to sign up. Your monthly contribution via Patreon gets you access to these happy hour phone calls that we do once a month, additional content that we post on Patreon and on our Discord server. We have a special channel specifically for the FGP squad. And we always have all sorts of conversations ranging from stuff happening in the parks, merchandise, tacos, pastries, you name it. I mean, yep. anything goes, <laughs> and it is fantastic. So podcasters.com slash FGP is where you want to go for more info. And, of course, to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. Uh, and I owe Albert an apology because, you know, we talked about the whole behind-the-attraction thing that was happening. Uh, I almost said it. I know we joked about it before the podcast started. I read that joke about somebody calling it a derbacle instead of a debacle. <laughs> and now I can't stop saying derbacle <laughs> for everything. Um, but, yeah, we talked about the whole behind the attraction thing. And I talked about how I saw it on Twitter. But the only reason I saw it on Twitter was because Albert posted it on Discord. So I failed to mention that in the last episode. And I just want to send an apology to him and thank you for posting that on Discord. Uh, it slipped my mind to talk about it last week. So I wanted to say that this week uh and the update to behind the attraction is that the author of the video that was on youtube uh spoke to the creator the person in charge of the company that was producing these videos for seven bucks he had a couple of conversations with different people that were in charge they explained to him how that happened and why the mistake happened as far as why his artwork ended up in the video in the first place. They talked about how it didn't excuse the fact that it happened, but they apologized nonetheless. And on top of that, they are adding him to the credits of Behind the Attraction for that episode. It's terrific. It's good news. Awesome. I love it. It was definitely one of the solutions that we proposed. We felt that it was only fair that he at least got that. Uh, hopefully behind the scenes, he also got his magic key. And he got a couple <laughs> oh of boy. other things that we proposed. Uh, I don't think we were, you know, the, the problem is that we weren't in the room where it happened, the room no. where it happened. <laughs> and so we don't know everything that he got. I was hoping Andrew was going to jump in there since he just saw Hamilton. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you know what? I don't think I could carry a tune in a bucket. So um, what are you talking I, about? <laughs> what are you talking a, about? You're fantastic. Need a lot of preparation. It's okay. I was off. I was off. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, I don't know why, but I'm on this weird Hamilton kick. Not just because you saw it, but because... We saw that Bob Chapek meme. That, uh, it was just pretty funny. Uh, I haven't posted it anywhere, but I'll post it on the Discord server. But I just thought it was super hilarious. And now it's just been running in my head, especially that song has been going through my head. Well, like, <laughs> yeah, when I was watching it, you know, I, I was mostly watching the lights. So there's a show going on, but then there was another show up in the air with the lights and stuff. And they weren't singing and just, you know, anyway. <laughs> I was half watching the show, half watching the lights. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you enjoyed your light show. I did. Very much so. Uh, I mean, you could have saved a bunch of money if you just got yourself one of those little, like, light thingies from Lowe's, like you did the Haunted Mansion oh, yeah. one. But yeah, right there. then you wouldn't have heard great music along with the light. 
yeah, you know, I got to go. There's some music in the background while I was watching the lights change, and it was cool. <laughs> I love it. Hey, you know the uh, the light globe that you said they had at Spirit Halloween? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the Spirit Halloween one, yeah. Uh, you sent us that link, and I got super excited because I thought, oh, cool, I don't have to go anywhere. They're going to be available online. Quickly grab a couple of these Haunted Mansion items for myself, aside from the ones that you already picked up for me. Mm-hmm. And I go on the website. I'm super excited. And it says only two in stock. I'm like, damn, I got to hurry up, right? I kind of jolt to my office to grab my wallet because I don't know my credit card you know, <laughs> off the top of my head. Grab the card. Start checking out. And as I'm checking out, I get an error saying the item you're trying to purchase is no longer available from this store. I'm thinking, well, what is what is happening right now? I didn't. I don't think I selected pickup because you could do like pickup or mm-hmm. have it shipped to you, right? And I was like, I don't think I selected pickup, so I'm going through my cart really quickly, and all of the items show up. There's no warnings or anything, and it says for shipping. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I hit, you know, continue, pay for my items, and I get the same error message. Thinking, what happened? I don't understand what is happening right now. So I go back to the page for each individual item. And the globe is sold out. So in the process of me checking out, it didn't reserve the item I had in the cart. It was kind of like Thunderdome for whoever got it first. Mm -hmm. And so I'm assuming there were people also in my position where all of a sudden they're trying to check out. And it's like, sorry, Jack, you get nothing. And, you know, I ended up with, only a handful of the things because, I mean, look, I was already checking out. I wasn't n- going to put everything else back, right? <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll, I'll get these other things that I want. So the, the thing I'm most excited about is the mug. I got the mug with all the gravestones on it. Nice. The singing yeah. busts or the? The singing bus, yeah. yeah. That, the mug's very cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I like mug. that one. And so I ended up picking up that, a couple of other little goodies, and... Uh, I think I picked up one more notebook because why not? It was there. Somebody, I was I was browsing through something and somebody posted, oh yeah, Spirit Halloween has stuff. And somebody shared, they were selling a replica of just the plaque, the Haunted Mansion plaque, um, not attached to a book, just standalone wall like hanging. full size one? It was like, a, it was probably about like uh, 10 inches tall, maybe. It was a decent size. So I'm going to have to be going back to Spirit Halloween again. The ones that I haven't hit, um, and, <laughs> and see if they money. have this. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, spend more money. <laughs> All right, look, I'm just gonna quickly check the website now since you're. I think keep talking amongst no, yourself. I was just everyone. on the website, and I think you can order that globe. I think they might have more in stock, so I think we should live. You try yeah, and order this globe. Yeah, but I already globe. paid for shipping on the other order. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be I worth know. it. <laughs> Where's me, right? <laughs> uh, actually, the globe isn't there anymore. Oh, see, on Aww. my end, I can get it. What? It's what right is here. It with Andrew being Add like, to totally lucky with this. <laughs> Check out now. Venmo. Oh, I have two. I have two in my cart. I only need. One. I. So I see the book, the twenty-four inch tombstone, the mug. The Haunted Mansion map cup, which is the other one of the other things I got, by the way, because I the think that's Tumblr super cup. dope. Yeah, I love it. Um, and the board game, 
the little the little snow globes are listed, the fleece blanket, the foolish mortals coffee mug, and then a gothic noir iron key. And that's all I have listed. Interesting. Well, Riveting know. audio, right? While let's we're looking see, through a website, let's, let's see what uh, <laughs> I like how we're like in 2.0. I think in one of the last episodes, it was the Amazon purchase debacle, and now we're on to the <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not supposed to say the store. I believe My it's bad. called a derbacle, Larry. Oh, derbacle. <laughs> Word Man. of the day. <laughs> Back on that track. Thought we passed that one on by. You know what? We'll t- we'll try this after the show. We'll see what happens. All right. Stay right. 20, we'll, we'll 28 bu- ends up 28 bucks just for that. <laughs> with the shipping. Whoa. With the shipping. But it's hey. 36 and you get free shipping, right? Uh, I don't know. So I have to get maybe. two. <laughs> uh, well, maybe maybe we could get two or maybe we can add another mug or tumbler. Who, who knows? We'll, we'll check about it after the on. show. We'll let you know somehow. The holidays Next are coming. Next episode, what happened? <laughs> they are coming. <laughs> Give it Look, we need more somebody. auction stuff. Yeah, we need more auction yeah, stuff, right? That's Why what not? It is. Auction. We need to auction for. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, in case you haven't seen it posted on our Instagram, we are participating in Walk for Hope because cancer bleeping sucks, and so we are doing our part to raise money to help fund research for cures of women's cancers. Team But Willie has been participating in Walk for Hope for four now five years almost I, I don't remember but it's a while and uh we're super happy to be a part of it um i uh, we have some auctions that are coming up uh, aside from the team but willie pins we did put them on sale recently thank you to everyone that's placed an order this week uh another batch of orders is going to be going out so if you recently placed an order uh, those are going to be going out uh, probably the day before this episode releases. So they will be in the mail. Uh, again, thank you to everyone that's ordered. Those are still available, and we are still donating $5 for every Team Boat Willie pin sold. So if you want more info, podcateers.com. If you scroll down a, a bit, you're going to see the post for the pin. You can start your purchase there. Uh, the auctions are going to be also supporting City of Hope and the Walk for Hope event. Uh, the very first thing that we're going to have for auction is a piece that Gavin created. It's a Tower of Terror art piece. It's fantastic. So I've cool. seen this in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really don't think the photos that we posted you know do it justice because there's a lot of amazing details if you don't follow gavin on instagram you should be gavin Odison art you can check out more of his art pieces there and he does have the tower of terror piece posted with a little more detail if you want to check that out we're going to be donating 100 percent of the proceeds from the sale of that piece uh to our walk for hope campaign uh, it's going to be going up on Friday, October 1st at noon Pacific Standard Time. The auction will run for 24 hours. We're going to be doing more of these. So if you're not following us on Instagram, now is the perfect time to follow us. If you want info just on Team Boat Willie, you can follow at Team Boat Willie on Instagram as well. 
uh, for more info whenever we do these types of auctions. So, Gavin, thank you so much for donating that piece. We're super excited. I'm going to try to jump on a live stream this week on Instagram with Gavin to talk a little bit about Walk for Hope. He walked with us last year, uh, so I want to talk to him about his experience, and then we'll talk about the piece that he donated. And uh, super excited to get an opportunity to sit down and chat with him again. So stay tuned for info on when we do that live stream. And if you have any questions about the auction piece or any other auction pieces that we're going to have, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, if you want to donate something to us or if you want to contribute, feel free to reach out. We'll be happy uh, to accept any donations you have to auction off for this um, wonderful cause. Mel, you said you were going to have some uh, pieces up for sale as well that we're also going to benefit Walk for Hope. So why don't you talk about some of the stuff you have in the old shoppie? Sure. Um, I have a few pairs of earrings, and these are, they're so cute. They're little ship helms. It actually is really cool because it's just like Steamboat Willie, and you little you see the little, you know, the ship helms, and you're like, that's a, it's adorable. Um, they actually come in three different colors, and they're all the same price. They're only $10, and every single penny goes straight to our cause and you know just to get a little bit closer to finding that cure to you know for cancer and yeah i mean just they're just so cute and dainty and little <laughs> but they mean a lot so yeah mm -hmm. this is one of those times where i'm like i should just wear an earring and then i think <laughs> right? about what i just said i'm like yeah i'm glad i don't wear an earring <laughs> they are awesome and whoever does purchase them, uh, uh, the three colors that you selected are pretty neutral as well. So yeah. you can wear them with a lot of different outfits. If you're a Disney bounder, this is a fantastic piece, especially if you're doing some black and gray Disney bounds, if you're doing some Mickey, some Steamboat Willie. Uh, either way, not just those items. Mel has a ton of amazing stuff in her shop. I know I joke about it and call it the Shopee, but know. <laughs> uh, she's got a lot of, of amazing crafts in the shop. You should check it out. We'll throw the link up in the blog post for this episode, podcateers.com slash 380. And then you can link to there or you can just follow her on Instagram, the odd mouse shop, S-H-O-P-P-E. Just make sure you get that right. And uh, it'll take you to the shop. Fantastic stuff. I love it. Love it. Uh, let's see. Stuff happening in the parks. Let's transition over to some of that stuff. Hey, Rise of the Resistance at Walt Disney World is getting a non-virtual queue, and I have one question for all of you. What the heck? Right? Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> man. That's, uh, yeah. It seems ridiculous. Um, I haven't been keeping track of it other than the first couple of days when it started, and the lines were ridiculous at the beginning of the day. It was like, all the way through the land, da-da-da-da-da. All I have to say is... You know, hopefully it doesn't come to Disneyland. I've had the issues with the um, virtual queue, but I would rather, I think I would rather not get to ride it than spend my entire day waiting in line for one ride. Right. Like, <laughs> because I don't the know. queue itself is already long enough. Yeah. So by the time you're waiting it, you're, I mean, it's, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, and I was reading about this. Some people were posting that it was, they think it's like a publicity stunt for Genie Plus or something where 
you know, look at how bad this line is with without any fast pass or anything. But, ooh, Genie Plus, you could skip that 800-minute line. or I don't know how long it was. But <laughs> 600. 600 <laughs> minutes. Oh, a little bit less. Um, so who knows if there's any truth to that, but it's, it's something that I saw floating around online. Um, so who knows? But the wording when they announced the virtual queue sounded like it was a temporary – or the non-virtual queue, the standby queue um, – sounded like it was a, a non-permanent thing because the when when they first announced Genie Plus, like the virtual queues were definitely mentioned for Rise of Resistance and Web Slingers and Ratatouille. Um, so I don't I don't envision this standby staying very long unless something exciting happens and the lines are only like an hour long or less. Now the, the the whole idea of it being some kind of experiment to prove that people need Genie Plus doesn't sound too far off as far as some of the things that are going on in the park and some of the price hikes and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, we, we've talked about it before. Disney is first and foremost a business, and they're going to try to do whatever they can to maximize their profits, right? So Yep. I, I can see them testing this or using that as a test to see how many people, uh, especially if you got early access, right? If they plucked a few people from the queue, halfway through, there's some guy in a trench coat, and he's like, hey, hey, psst, you, over there. You want to buy a sundial? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want a sundial? How about a, a subscription for free to Genie Plus for the day just so you could try it out and tell us how it is? And then people are going to be like, sure, crazy trench coat guy. And then they'll sign up or they'll get Genie Plus for a day. They'll try it out. They'll bypass the queue. And then they'll get whatever other perks was promised to them by creepy trench coat guy. And then, you know, they'll be like, oh, wow, this was great. And they're going to be dancing in a TikTok showing off their Genie Plus app and whatever dance goes along with the app. And then they'll be like, I want to do that, too. And then other TikTokers will be like, where's my Genie Plus? And then, boom, all of a sudden, everybody has to have it. Did I get that right? Is that how things go down? Uh, it sounds about, it sounds, you know, <laughs> I don't I don't have TikTok, but, yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> I would be so screwed because I don't do the dances. I don't do any of that <laughs> stuff, so I wouldn't even be offered one. Man, I mean, you I was start wondering dancing. If, yeah crazy trench coat dude was gonna be jessica rabbit because she kind of looks like crazy <gasps> trench coat dude the dude. new detective <laughs> it's all an investigation <laughs> i didn't even think of that that's a great time she's got good voice now, changing she's very good at it <laughs> now what jessica rabbit is doing on but two you know off planet is a whole different story hey, roger rabbit you can open up any world at that point <laughs> yep you know what i yep. like it Kill two birds with one stone right and all it's like marvel it's all multiverse. coming together multiverse <laughs> <laughs> well i oh we didn't even talk about this before guys you you mentioned marvel but marvel's in like some stuff right now cuz they might lose the rights to their characters by 2023 yeah so that's a whole nother one yeah we'll talk about it in the next episode but uh yeah the the idea of them testing this non-virtual queue for something like this i i wouldn't put it past them it's in a way like I I think it's a smart move because you do get some feedback as to how it would be. But, you know, then you do have the people that are, you know, just crawling over other people to get a copy of 
you know, Genie Plus or whatever so that they can bypass the line too. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, I agree with you that I don't think I would want to stand in line for Rise because you walk through the entire queue even when you have the boarding pass so that you see the entire queue. And it is possibly the longest queue of any attraction ever. Yeah. I mean, it's what, like 16 miles? It's longer than the tram walk. <laughs> right? For real, though, if anybody knows the length of the Rise of the Resistance That's... queue, I'd like to know what it is because it is really, really long. I thought the same thing. Oh, we got, we're getting Googled. I think this is happening. For I Are you Googling it? <laughs> I'm, I'm, who's I'm gonna Googling get it first? It. Let's see. Oh no, we triggered my home thing. Oh <laughs> stop Google. Now the AI is involved too. Hey oh, Google. No. Hey Google, turn <laughs> lights off. <laughs> no, stop. Ah, oh, <laughs> damn it. The joke that never stops. <laughs> There's a bunch of uh, YouTube videos where anytime that people address the Amazon version, mm-hmm. they always call it Alex A. Or oh. Alex, in order to oh. not use the trigger word. <laughs> it took me a moment. <laughs> I was like, who's... Oh. Yeah. Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, while Andrew is looking to see if he can find a length for the Rise of the Resistance queue, uh, I'm guessing, do we have an over-under on what we think the queue is? Like the length? Like legit guesses? I know mm. I joked and said like 16 miles, but like, if you could guess... Like approximately how long it is, Mel. What would you guess the rise queue is? I'm trying. I I swear, like I have hands on my face trying to figure this out because I'm trying to go through the queue itself, and I'm like, how many steps did I take? Mm, dang, that's a good question. Is it like castle to small world or castle to Batu, castle to small world? Let's just say that. I like that distance you're making. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how else to measure to it. Give a Disney listener is going to, if you say yeah. that length, I know exactly what you're thinking. All right, Larry, if you had to guess, what would you say? Well, I really think Radiator Racers, if when it's the full queue, is the Megatron, if you want to say, of queues to me. Well, and it's outside, so blech. But there's a lot of, I'd say Rise gives a good run for the money of the outside part, but there's a beautiful ac controlled area the last time when the ride broke down i sat in there and it's the first time in a long time when i was at the park i got cold in the middle of summer and i was like oh wow this is <laughs> the best so i got no complaints but you're talking about distance i like what melissa did okay i'm gonna say from the castle is that long? I'm gonna say castle like to Indy, I guess from there. I don't oh, know okay. if it's that long. I so I feel like it's about. All right, Andrew, what would you say? Mm, I'm gonna go. I bet you. I bet you it's about uh with everything. I bet you're walking close to. I bet you're walking half a mile. Mm. You're gonna go with half? Okay. I, That's not I a bad guess. Yeah, I'm try I'm just trying to remember like the distance of like the Indy Q because that's I mean, that's a deceptively long walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, it's not nearly I'm on Google Maps right now because I can't find anything. I'm getting like when I'm Googling all this stuff, what is the distance of uh this? What is the and it's just giving me like, oh, the drop is twenty three feet tall and the distance is, you know, four hundred miles from your house and 
Like, um, not that kind of distance. <laughs> yeah. 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 My guess is half a mile. I have no good uh, uh, reference at the moment. So that's my guess. It's got to be pretty decent. That's yeah. uh, 3,000 feet-ish. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like you and I have a similar notion of what it is. I think, you know, the tram walk to uh, from where the trams are in front of the big sign that says welcome mm-hmm. To Disneyland up against the greenery mm-hmm. from there to turnstile is approximately three quarters of a mile oh, okay. so I would think that the rise queue is just about three quarters of a mile from entrance to attraction I, I mean I I think I'm gonna go with three quarters of a mile on this one because just thinking of all the turnstiles thinking about all the outdoor and then the indoor portions of it it might even hit the mile. Who knows? So if anybody knows out there or if there's any Imagineers listening that know what the length is, <laughs> send us a, a DM on Instagram and let us know what the length is. Uh, if you don't want us to reveal your name, we won't. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll keep it private. But I want to see how close we got to guessing what the length of the queue is because it is a fairly long queue. You know, it's so deceptive, too, when you're standing in these queues, right? Because if I do the tram walk... I'm dying halfway through. I'm like, ah, oh, I need to sit down. I need to lay yeah. down. Ah, right. But if you're standing in line for one of these attractions, uh, I mean, I don't seem to mind it as much. I mean, I, I mind it because my feet hurt and everything, but you, you're so distracted by so many of like the things that are going on around you, the ambient sounds, the beautiful scenery that they've made for it, that you don't seem to mind it as much. You know, Racers is another one of those queues that's just beautiful. You know, regardless of where you are in the queue, there's just so many amazing details that you don't, I mean, I, it's hard to say you don't mind it because you mind it, but it's easier to get through, even though <laughs> it's that long. I guess that's a better way of saying it, right? It's easier to get through. Uh, plus, Rise of the Resistance is a 28-minute long attraction. So... I mean, I know that a lot of people can cycle through it, but I think that's going to play a huge role in how many, like how long you stand in line, mm-hmm. because that's that's a good half hour, you know, and especially if not all the vehicles are running, mm-hmm. it's going to severely delay, you know, how quickly you get on that attraction. And I, I'm, I'm with you, you know, I, I don't think I want to spend an entire day at Disneyland just standing in line for one attraction. Give me my virtual queue. You gave it to me. Don't take it away from me. You spoiled me now. I like it. It's hard to get it. Don't give us a non-virtual queue. Give us a better way to access the virtual queue and make a reservation. Give us Wi-Fi that works in the park, for Christ's sake. You know, that would be so much better (laughs) if you gave us working Wi-Fi in the park so we can access the virtual queue at 7 a.m. and at noon. Yeah, just wait for 5G. It's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, whatever it is, whether it's 5G, they, I mean, doesn't Disney World have like beacons like at every 20 feet or something and have like some of the strongest Wi-Fi? Just a very controlled environment though. They're able to control the radio. It's a lot more different in California too, not to get into the whole (laughs) airwaves and how that works where towers are at for them to build internet connection around the park, so... Yeah, that makes sense. They got it made, that's for sure. Disney World's got a lot of those things where you're like, dang, they got it made for that. 
All right. That's why Disney World is better for streaming. Mm. Yeah, good point. Because there, sure. there's less interference. That's why the video quality is always usually better when you stream something at Walt Disney World than at Disneyland. Unless you have that 5G capability, then boom. That's what I'm saying. Right? <laughs> Watch out, 2020, whatever. <laughs> we'll see. We'll eventually catch up. <laughs> cool. So... Uh, I don't know how exactly we started talking about the queue length at Rise of the <laughs> Resistance, but oh, that's right, because Disney World has a non-virtual queue. Non-virtual uh, queue. I mean, how do you feel about a non-virtual queue vers- versus a virtual queue now for Rise of the Resistance? For those of you that that have been on it, would you prefer a standby line, or would you prefer that they continue to do a virtual queue? That would allow us to go off and do whatever we want in the park and then come back at a time when we know it's our turn to get on the attraction. And even if you have to wait at that point, it's kind of like the old Fast Pass, right? You're only waiting for 10 or 15 minutes versus the seven hours to get on the attraction. So join the conversation over on Instagram. Let us know in the comments section over on Facebook or you can join us over on Discord. If you haven't joined our Discord yet, make sure to head over to the blog post for this episode or podcasters.com and you'll find an invite to join us there. Uh, it's uh, so many things are coming to Disney Plus, man. We got uh, the, uh, what are they calling it? The Hollow Stream is happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, the That's officially begun. I think it started on the 23rd or 24th of this month. Uh, they have a bunch of content. Uh, we know that we're getting at least four new releases. We're getting the Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales, which premieres on October 1st. Muppets Haunted Mansion, whoop, whoop, yeah. premiering on October 8th. Under Wraps, a Disney Channel original movie, will also be premiering on October 8th. The Return of the DCOMs. Uh, just beyond, and uh, all new episodes are going to be streaming also on October thirteenth, and then they have this slew of Halloweeny type content that you can watch as part of Halloween. Things like Edward Scissorhands and Frankenweenie, Gravity Falls, Halloween Town, Hocus Pocus, Maleficent, Spooky Buddies. Because why wouldn't you have Spooky Buddies? That is the echelon of Halloween content. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got your Haunted Mansions and your Twitches and your Scream Team and Nightmare Before Christmas and Wizards of Waverly Place, but damn it, you got spooky buddies. Spook That's it up. That's what matters, Spook right? It <laughs> Bring it on, Halloween. <laughs> so there's tons of content. I don't know if you all had an opportunity to see the list of what's happening for Hollow Stream. Aside from the Muppets Haunted Mansion, which we'll be talking about in a moment because, ah, that trailer. Is there anything else that you're looking forward to as part of the lineup and some of the things that are coming to Disney Plus in the next couple of weeks? Just because I'm just going to throw it out there. Edward Scissorhands. (laughs) I didn't think I'd ever see that on Disney Plus. So and and plus it's a good movie. But um, it's a good uh, how do you say it? Full circle moment because we do hear Mm. that music during uh, Oogie Boogie Bash. Or Halloween time on Buena Vista Street. So this is going to be cool. That That's probably going to be the first movie <laughs> I see. Not something new. <laughs> just... 
I don't blame you. Edward Scissorhands is on my list of like top five movies of all time. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite films. Andrew, what about you, man? I, d- I don't know. I mean, you got to watch Mr. Boogity, right? Y- you have to. It's, uh, <laughs> you have to. It's the rules. It's Halloween time. You watch Nightmare Before Christmas, Hocus Pocus, Halloween Buddies, and Mr. Boogity. <laughs> We'll do, and I'll report after. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trip for sure. If you haven't watched Mr. Boogity, nice. Well, for me, uh, I like just in general. I hate to be so like all over this like Disney love here, but it reminds me a lot of like the Freeform Thirty One Days of Halloween, right? And to mm-hmm. have it to like Disney Plus now, you're like, yeah, it gets you that good another hol- version, another version of you just getting into the I love Halloween spirit. Out of all of them, the Toy Story of Terror short, that's my jam. Oh, I, I love that one. Uh, that's a small little snippet, but I haven't seen it in so long because it's not really something you could go out and find. So that's a that's probably one of my faves out of all the shocking shorts. That's what the list is at. That one, that's for me. And uh, yeah, I think that's the winner. But I, I do. I am very close on Edward Scissorhands. I'll say that with Melissa. That's awesome movie. Nice. You know, when I was younger, uh, we used to like watching Halloween Town and Return to Halloween Town. Mm. Uh, I am surprised that there aren't other things on Disney Plus that I feel like belong on this list, like like Escape from Witch Mountain. Mm. Like I haven't seen that on Disney Plus. So I don't know if it's on. I haven't looked for it in quite some time, but I feel like it belongs on there. Uh, I don't know if they do it because they don't want to pay for the rights or because they don't want to rub salt in the wound. But the Tower of Terror film, you know, we talked about it not too long ago. That's another great Halloween movie that I think really deserves to be on Disney Plus and really be highlighted as part of this this Hollow Stream event. But, I mean, there are a lot of really great things. I know we're joking about it, but there's a lot of really great content to watch as part of this. Um, I I know one of the things that I love to do every year, especially my brother really likes it as well because he's a huge Simpsons fan. But the Treehouse of Horror collection. It's an awesome collection. Yeah. You know, getting an opportunity to watch them all back to back. There are so many. I mean, there's like over 30 years of The Simpsons now. So, you know, every year that they were doing a Treehouse of Horror special, there's a lot of really great content. There's a lot of really great episodes. So that in itself is going to keep you busy for quite some time. But, yeah, you know, you do have, you know, a lot of the other movies that were straight to Disney Channel, like Phantom of the Megaplex, I think, is one of the ones that they're going to be showing. So uh, I'm going to try to post the The list of of Boogity. The pride of Boogity. <laughs> Son of Boogity. No, Bride of Boogity's one. That's Is it real really? One. That's a real one. Oh, I it's didn't even the... know that existed. <laughs> oh, I thought you were just joking. Deep so core. did I. Oh, dude. Okay, now I have to go look for that. Uh, okay. Oh, but you know which one I am looking forward to? The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. For sure. Yes. That yeah. is a classic. If you haven't had an opportunity to watch it, definitely uh, a really great one to watch for Halloween. And, of course, you have your staples, your Nightmare Before Christmas, your Hocus Pocus. You know, there's, ton- there's tons of great stuff. Halloween to Town. Halloween Town. I'm saying, mm. man. I'm saying it. Uh, and, of course, 
a new staple that's going to be coming as of October 8th, which, look, honestly, it doesn't even have to be Halloween time for you to want to watch this because we got an official trailer for the Muppets Haunted Mansion uh, special that's going to be coming up. Whoo! Let's go around the table here. Mel, thoughts? I'm just excited to see this. It looks good. Looks really, really good. Uh, yeah. The, my only problem is just Fozzie having teeth. But other than that, <laughs> oh. I am happy That's a good to see point. This. I didn't even think of that right there. <laughs> His teeth That's are funny. a little uh, jarring for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to actually look back and I'm like, Fozzie, is it me? Did I forget that he had teeth? <laughs> I think I'm going to get past it. Like, I, I'm with you on this oh, one. Yeah. It does bug me, right? Because... You're just so used to seeing Fozzie without teeth, but I think my excitement of seeing him as the Hatbox Ghost is going yeah. to just kind of overcome that. Uh, and then once I snap out of it, I'm going to be back to like, ah, Fozzie has teeth. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Larry, Mr. Called It with the uh, additional star that hadn't been announced yet. Uh, you know, you called it with Darren Chris, man. Yeah, the the guest stars. I mean, that's that's a big part of us as we've talked before. Are what you're always excited for in any Muppet video movie. You're looking for those cameos that take it to the next level. But rewatching it now, the trailer, I just love Pepe, and to know he is like a main staple of this haunted mansion Muppets movie is it just brings it because his comedy is on another level from all the Muppets, and I think in the last. I'd say in the last five years, they've really reintroduced him as like one of the most sarcastic, but most, I don't know, like confident Muppets out of all of them. So I can't imagine how this is going to go out of a spooky house. Right. Uh, That's, that's my number one, but yeah, you're right. The, the guest stars, I mean, you're seeing them list down there and it does give me this like re re re-energized feeling of Haunted Mansion again, kind of like what we had before they dropped the Haunted Mansion movie with Eddie Murphy. Cause you see these, you know, symbols like the wallpaper, you know, Fonzie as, you know, the characters they are, the ghost that they're representing, Miss Piggy at Madame Leota, which is hilarious. I think that's maybe one of the funniest parts of the trailer. But, yeah, that's for me, just getting warm fuzzies about a creepy movie. <laughs> What's her name, Madame Pigoda? Yes. <laughs> Madame Pigoda. So good. I can't hear myself speak. Let's take five. <laughs> <laughs> so funny andrew what about you man yeah uh it's there is so much information in this trailer if you're if you've watched it 11 times like i have um (laughs) so (laughs) um i mean to start out uh you know will arnett is playing the ghost host nice um so that's interesting you know he's got that deep voice that you know works pretty good um also, we see an exterior shot of the mansion, and it is not a mansion we've seen before. It's its own take on the Haunted Mansion exterior. You know, it's not the De- Walt Disney World one. It's not the Disneyland one or any other ones we know. So it's, you know, it's not set in one specifically, which is kind of cool. Um, also, when we're in the stretching room um, and you look up at those the gargoyle... Um, candle holders you know Mm -hmm. that you see in the 
um, the stretching room, they are the face is Manamana the Muppet. <laughs> oh god, nice. I didn't catch that. And yeah, then you go, you know, there's just it's every everything has been Muppetized, Muppetized, Muppetized. Well, yeah. Either way, the, the you know the the portraits in the hallway have like you know instead of Medusa, it's like a mouse, <laughs> a Muppet mouse. The the busts are Bunsen and Beaker at the end of the hall. I mean, it's. It's fantastic. I'm so excited for this. Um, it's, yeah. And, you know, they have a lot of, you know, you see a lot of group shots. And there's a lot of Muppets in there that you that you you don't typically see or, you know, make small cameos. Um, so it's nice to see that there are a lot of Muppets in here. But one we didn't get to see much of in this trailer is uncle deadly. So it'll be interesting to see what his role is going to be. And then Kermit is, I don't even know who Kermit's supposed to be. (laughs) Did, does, do they say who Kermit's supposed to be in this? He's got a little mustache and a little top hat. And yeah, I don't know who Kermit's supposed to be, but he's not anybody we know of as, you know, he's not the ghost host. He's not, uh, he's not Master Gracie, I don't think. Um, or is he? Or is he? I don't oh. know. I'm, I might have to watch this for a twelfth time to to <laughs> figure out who he is. Um, but yeah, the guest stars look great. Foz, like you said, Fozzie as the Hatbox Ghost is great. Um, you know, there's a lot of gags. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I mean, we know for sure that at one point Kermit is Miss Piggy. Right, because we've seen the stills of him dressed as Miss Piggy. The creepiest thing picture I've seen all year of <laughs> right. Kermit as Miss Piggy. That that is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. And so I mean, we know that at one point he's at least Miss Piggy, but you know, considering how loose the interpretation is of the physical mansion, he could be Master Gracie. We don't know. All I know is that after watching this trailer. Uh, it seems like an understatement to say that I'm super, super excited about this, right? Because I love the Muppets. I love the Haunted Mansion. I feel like this Muppet special is going to do the Muppets justice in a way that they haven't been given justice in a while now, right? Like, this feels true to the Muppets, and it feels like the gags are there, at least from the trailer. I hope this isn't one of those instances where they showed you all the good parts in the trailer. And then <laughs> when you watch the rest of it, it's like, ah, we saw the good stuff already. But the way that it's set up, I mean, like you said, Larry, the guest stars, the lineup is just so jam-packed with, you know, it's star-studded across the board. I I dig the story. We kind of already new and we kind of guessed a little bit of what we thought the story was going to be so we're kind of right on some fronts but i i just want it to be october 8th already mm. i'm i'm going through this trailer again and the in the stretching room with the the gargoyle that's monomena the candles are the the snouts the two the pink cow mouth things that's the candles of it i'm this is i'm gonna be studying this i'm gonna be deep dive into this trailer 
Andrew. We're gonna have to have Andrew post a video on YouTube of going through the trailer, frame by everything. frame. <laughs> yeah, and just talking about everything that he sees. Because he's right, man. There's so many things. If you weren't paying attention, it's easily missed, and some things just really quickly go by. There's a lot of details. And I'm telling you, this is going to be one of those things that it doesn't even have to be Halloween. Once it premieres, you're going to want to watch it over and over and over. It's really well set up. I, I mean, I don't know how much more to express that I need this in my life now. Well, <laughs> we have a countdown. I, how many days? Too uh, many. Less than two weeks. Too many days. What less day does it come weeks. out? Uh, October eighth. It's, it's a week from That's this coming too, Friday. That's uh-huh. too many days. I agree. It should be October first. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> too many days. Maybe I maybe really we'll get a nice surprise. If anything, <laughs> I really hope that we could find. If there's a way, I just please Disney, please. This is the one time. Please make the stretching portraits available to purchase because the Muppet stretching portraits like. Yeah, we've seen. You want to make money? Here yeah, you go. There's two, there's two in the trailer that we see. It's Janice as the uh, tightrope mm-hmm. uh, with the crocodile, and then um, oh, what's his name? Link, Link Hogthrob from Pigs in Space. He's the uh, uh, he's the top of the three guys in the, oh, you know, okay. the stack, and that's all we see of him. Um, those are the two we see. Uh, so yeah, hopefully we get a pan around and see all four. Um, yeah, that would be cool. Anyway, you know, I have to say that there's a lot of people that have always complained about the overlay for the Nightmare Before Christmas at Disneyland, and they've always said, "Well, why don't you bring that to Walt Disney World? Why doesn't Walt Disney World have it? How about a Muppets overlay for Walt Disney World?" And it'll give you two opportunities to see two different mansions during Halloween time. I'm going to have a controversial opinion here. Send Haunted Mansion Holiday to Walt Disney World and we get Muppets Haunted Mansion. I want that better. I like that better. <laughs> All right. I'm not no. going to argue <laughs> that one. We've had it for 20 years. It's like no. it's like the carousel of progress. You know? no. We'll have it for a little while and then send it to Walt Disney World and we get the Muppet. <laughs> How one. dare you? You know, you know what? That's why it's controversial. Oh, I to something, though. <laughs> it's I would not normally, unheard of. Yeah, I would normally be against something like that. But you're right. It's been 20 years. Why not? It's time for something new. Yeah. And Plus, also, it always happens yeah. at an inopportune time. Yeah. You know what, Melissa? Also, I don't know if you noticed, but Rolf is playing your your beloved uh, organ player guy. I yes. I forget his name. <laughs> Victor. <laughs> or Victor Geist. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I again, I, I've run out of words. I mean, look, I don't know what <laughs> to say to express how much more excited I am. Next week, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be close to the brink of wetting myself out of excitement because we're just going to be days away from the release of next week's episode. And when I finally get a chance to watch it, it's probably going to be the only thing I watch for a good two (laughs) or three days straight. Uh, (laughs) As long as I don't have anything else to do because I honestly, look, I don't even care if it's bad. That's how much I want this. Like, I know it's not going to be bad, 
But even if it was, I'd still be all over it. I don't even care. <laughs> That's how passionate I am about this releasing. So there, I said it. I don't even care. So if you're that excited, leave a ghost emoji in the Instagram <laughs> post for this episode to show that you're excited too. And then we'll, you know, we'll all discuss it on an upcoming episode. Who knows? We might even do like a call. I don't know. We'll figure something out. I'm just so excited about this. <laughs> so excited. Uh, and I guess it goes hand in hand with a lot of the stuff that's happening, right? Because they're going to be doing a Disney Day. They had this whole press release about Disney Day and how they're giving back to the fans. November 12th is going to be the day that they're celebrating it. Uh, I want to quickly read what it says in the press release here. Uh, on Friday, November 12th, the Walt Disney Company will host Disney Plus Day, a global celebration that will come to life across all dimensions of the company. Subscribers to Disney Plus will be treated to new content releases across the services, iconic brands, Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, National Geographic, and Star in international markets, along with a special presentation on Disney Plus for fans with sneak peeks into what's to come. Additionally, the service will continue to engage new audiences around the world as Disney Plus expands into the new Asia-Pacific markets on November 12th. So... Disney Plus Day is essentially a day that they're using to promote Disney Plus into new markets. We are going to be getting some new content uh, as part of what's coming on that day. That is going to be the day that we have the streaming premiere of the Marvel Studios hit film Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We're also going to be getting the Jungle Cruise movie for the first time not available as part of the premiere uh, plus access that we had uh, if you saw that within the last couple of months when it was released. We're also going to get the long-anticipated Disney Plus original movie, Home Sweet Home Alone, a reimagining of the Home Alone franchise. On top of, look, and I'm about to say something that not a lot of people may agree with, but damn, I'm looking forward to this one. A new short called Olaf Presents featuring Olaf because I love that dude. Uh, and then we're going to be getting the debut of a bunch of shorts from Disney Animation Studios, including Frozen Fever, Feast, Paper Man, Get a Horse, and a bunch of other stuff. And the short film Ciao Alberto featuring oh. characters from Luca. I don't know how many people out there have also been anticipating this for a crazy long time. But we're finally going to get five new episodes in season two of The World According to Jeff Goldblum on Netflix. Oh, finally. Yay. I know. <laughs> I've been looking forward to uh, a season two of that show for a really long time. And we're finally going to get it. Uh, there's a bunch of other stuff that's coming. There's, uh, They're going to do some celebration for Boba Fett. Uh, they're going to be celebrating the Marvel Cinematic Universe with a look as to what's coming. Um, and then I think there's an original series with Michael Keaton. I forgot what it's called, but I think there's a, a Michael Keaton original series coming. So uh, November 12th, that's the day that you're looking forward to, especially if uh, the Jungle Cruise and Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is something that you have been unable to watch at a movie theater that's the day you're looking forward to in order to watch them for free on Disney+. Plus. 
Uh, I'll list some of these things in the blog post for the episode as well. Uh, anything uh, aside from it, it sounds like we're all kind of on board with Jeff Goldblum, but is there anything else that I mentioned that you're looking forward to seeing that day? Yeah, I want to watch Jungle Cruise again um, because I really would like to. I only saw it once in the theater, so I'd really like to do another couple watch throughs to see what I missed because after we talked about it, um, I know I missed a bunch of stuff and I would love to see that again. Yeah. We're going to start a new segment called Frame by Frame with Andrew. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm sitting here right now and I'm snipping. I have my stimping tool open on the uh, computer and I'm going through. I'm at 34 seconds now, frame by frame. Wow. Snipping uh, some fun, cool stuff. So maybe I'll send those over to Hazen and they can end up somewhere. Coming 2022. <laughs> you heard it here first. You've only got 30 <laughs> seconds in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're 30 seconds into the minute and 55 of the trailer. Uh, uh, so well, I mean, look, yeah. perfection takes time, right? Exactly. That's right. So he's going for so good. I'm at good at multitasking. So, <laughs> oh, I'm 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 great at multitasking, but I feel like it also stresses me out to be multitasking. <laughs> so I have That's to stop doing it because I do I do multitasking to the nth degree. It's not healthy. Anyhow. <laughs> We're going to get a new event for Christmas this year in the parks. Disney's Merriest Nights will be happening over five select nights. It'll be the 11th, 16th, 30th of November, December 7th, and December 9th. Tickets are already on sale, and I'm not sure if any of the dates are sold out yet, but we haven't had a chance to talk about this. The price... For uh, any guest ages three and up, a hundred and sixty-five dollars per ticket. Holy Woo. moly! Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot uh, of churros. Thoughts <laughs> on the Marius Knights event? Ooh, pricey, really pricey. Ooh. Yeah, it's. I mean, the con. I like the concept. The each land ha- is a different party. Um, you know, different theme, different party, Adventureland, and you know, is oh, I don't know, I won't go through them. But each one's a different party, and Galaxy's Edge and Toontown are closed, um, so you don't even get the full park, which is a little sad, um, for your hundred and sixty whatever dollars. Um, so yeah, I like the concept. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. The price is not not something I'm uh, looking at for uh, us. I think uh, for me. Uh, there was Hazen just to answer your question. I don't know how many days there were originally, but I know some of them sold out pretty quickly for December, but there's still two available as far as I know right now as we're recording this, which would be November 16th and November 30th price. Oh, okay. But I think with that, that kind of plays into what we're at. We're talking about because, uh, with Oogie Boogie, things moved quick. I mean, there was days available pretty much like a week into after its release, but it sold out eventually. This one's been sitting a while, so the price is probably showing that it can make a difference. But you're talking about something that has, you know, things that like the parade is inside of this event. And like Andrew mentioned, there's different themes to this event, which is a cool concept. But really, for me, these events that they're adding on as additional things to come to the park, it looks like they're more 
based for like character interactions. I think that's what you're looking for when you go to these. And at 165 character interactions and that seem hard because that's like a family. Usually that's a family event affair, right? So now you're talking 165, not just for two to one per people. You're talking about a family at that price, which really locks you into being like, do you want to go to Disneyland for like a full day of, you know, park going? Or do you want to go to this experience event that has character appearances that you know are going to be there? And well, depending on, you know, demand, the lines might be a little bit favorable to you or you'll be able to get to things that you wouldn't see on a regular day. So I think for me, I I just can't get myself to go to the, I mean, once we see what they do, because Oogie Boogie is amazing, but I'm a Halloween bias fan. For Christmas, I love it too, but close second. And I just, it's just a weird thing offering and having it that high. Is this like we talked about earlier, kind of with the Rise Resistance virtual queue, is this testing the waters for Disney? Like we're going to push this ticket price higher because holidays is our demand time. And for this event, this is how we get it, you know, people to buy in more. We, if we could sell it out, then this is okay to put at this price point. But where's the value and what is the real event, right? Right. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm like, I see the prices and I could say I have tickets to an amazing event in October and it doesn't even cost this much. And I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know if I would spend that much. For a Disney event, I can't even remember. Yeah, I mean, maybe D23 tickets for three days. You know, that's your value right there because you get tons more. This is pretty steep for for Christmas. And for, yes, they have the opportunities and they have everything there. But it's kind of a short amount of time for a high price. So it, I, I guess it depends if, you know, let's say this is their vacation mm -hmm. and they want to do that cool i just don't see myself doing this this is like uh, that's a car payment <laughs> kind of yeah. if somebody wants to sponsor us going no you know sure. what, I'll, I'll go for sure <laughs> we'll right. give you, you know what I, i'd love to go but yeah it's the exactly. um yeah yeah maybe we have a, a generous benefactor out there um <laughs> that love to send us to marius nights uh contact uh podcateers.com in the contact section and uh yeah <laughs> let yeah. us know that's a thing right the contact section i didn't make that uh, up. no there there is a contact <laughs> section but you can also just hit us up and in a direct message on instagram and we'll be happy to you know connect with you there that might be just easier <laughs> at this point yeah um but yeah i mean you know you made an interesting point that they could just be testing the water to see how much people are willing to pay and we've seen really successful events, and we've seen some pretty big debacles, right? No um, I'm telling you, I'm going to keep using that version <laughs> of the word as long as I can. Uh, you know, the biggest example of that is remember when they did the Pixar night on, on Pixar Pier? I do remember And it was that. a $300 event to access that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was only Pixar Pier for $300, Right, And there were a lot of tickets available. There were a ton of people that went because, you know, Instagram exists. 
but it wasn't as full as another event like Oogie Boogie Bash that, you know, clearly sold out as many nights as possible because it's a more cost-effective ticket considering how much you're getting as part of the experience. When you do something like, and, and, you know, it's not at Disneyland anymore, but when you do, like, Mickey's Halloween Party, you do get a lot more of the park. You get some attractions. You do get some experiences uh, with different characters. You get the the added benefit of getting the candy as you trick-or-treat throughout the park. And, I, I mean, I feel that the tickets that, uh, I want to say they were, like, 120 130-ish around there for Mickey's Halloween Party, it's a steep price, I will admit. If you do it once, I think it's one of those experiences that you could do once and you can, you know, feel like you did something special. Uh, if you do it every year, then, you know, it's cool, right? But mm-hmm. it's definitely one of those things that I would say you should do once if you're able to. Um but it is steep once you start getting into a whole family of prices, right? One or two people mm-hmm. is one thing, but you have two or three kids to go along with that price tag. And it gets super expensive to bring a whole family in for something like this. That's limited time because it's not even a whole day. You're right. It's only a few hours that you're getting towards the end of the day for the park. This one, uh, I mean, this one is in this really weird price tag point where I really do think they're trying to figure out how much are people willing to pay. That's not that $300 Pixar peer price tag, right? Mm-hmm. Because every event has gone up slightly, you know, and yeah, you can blame it on the pandemic. You can blame it on whatever it is, but this isn't going to change. The prices are going to keep going up for these types of events. And as long as there's people that's willing to pay for it, the prices are going to continue to go up. Mm-hmm. This one as long as they don't begin to make some of the things that already exist in the park as part of these events. For instance, the the Christmas parade that they have, it's an iconic parade for Disneyland every single year. If they made that just part of the event, I can't find myself paying $175 just for a parade. I know that there's other perks that come along with it, but... You know, as long as they don't gatekeep a lot of the things that are already, you know, a part of a general day experience and just tack them on to this ticketed event, I think you'll be okay. The ticketed event, I feel, should always add value to the stuff that's already there. It shouldn't take stuff away, you know, that already exists. But not my business, so I don't make that call, right? But as a consumer, that's what I feel is fair. If you add value to what already exists. And so if you're adding those extra experiences, you're adding, you know, I I would assume that the value that they're going to argue or that they say is a part of the ticket is the fact that you're getting to experience a lot of the Christmas stuff with lower crowds. And yeah, that has some merit to it. I will admit that, especially with crowd levels beginning to to grow You know, as more people become comfortable with going to the parks a lot more frequently and as they're able to get their um, their reservations in, then, yeah, you know, obviously you might have an experience where there's less people in the park or you might not. It might completely fill up. And if not every portion of the park is open, then you're all going to be kind of herded into one area, you know, so it's kind of a hit or miss sometimes. Uh, But. If you don't get an opportunity to go very often and this is one of those things that 
you want to make it like your vacation, like you were saying, right? Then cool. Mm -hmm. You know, make this your vacation day and spend the rest of the time, you know, you know, doing something else, going to Salt and Straw or whatever else you could do at Downtown Disney. You know what? Uh, would have made this uh, a smash hit, and everybody would have spent the money. Hmm. You keep Galaxy's Edge open and do Life Day. Oh, dude, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Copyright, copyright. Every, we need rights on that. <laughs> everybody is gonna. I every that would have sold out the first twenty minutes if they announced that they were doing life day at the same time as or or just star wars christmas special themed at (laughs) (laughs) a live reenactment of the of the star wars christmas special (laughs) because i might i yeah i or something something along those lines to get that star wars christmas um in there as well i think that would have really been the big seller you know what's funny though that i agree with you that that would be the big seller but I'm sure that with something that big, you're looking at another $300 ticket. Oh, easily. Oh, oh man. <sighs> then you're at that whole argument where it's like, now are you really getting into that point of, is this reasonable? Like, ah, yeah, you're right. I'm only doing the sigh because you're right. That's really true. <sighs> it's a bummer. I got excited well, for a minute. But then you could have like a walk around lumpy. Like you could. <laughs> this has been an idea brought to you by Podcateers. <laughs> yeah, well, just you wait. When there's a walk around Lumpy at Galaxy's Edge during the Life Day celebration, you're gonna he- come back to this episode 380. You heard it here. Lumpy is in Galaxy's Edge when they do Life Day, or even when the tickets for Life Day go on sale. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. Right. like, whoa. Oh. <laughs> I, I do hope I'm wrong about that $300 price tag, though. <laughs> mm, me too. Yeah, because I want to see Lumpy. I am. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people would be in. I just like saying Lumpy. lumpy I can tell. Lumpy, Lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you know, we want to hear what you have to say about this. We'd love to hear your thoughts on how you feel about the Merriest Nights. You know, what do you consider a decent price? You know, because we do think that these events are worth it they they do come at a premium and i know it sounds like there's a lot of complaining about them but you know we've all attended these special events in the past and there is some value to them we have had a lot of fun in some cases the parks are less congested than other times not by much especially because they close off parts of the park and so it feels more congested in the areas that you're allowed to go into but there is some value especially you know, like the the Haunted Mansion one, for instance, when they celebrated the anniversary, that was one of those events that had a lot of things to it that aren't necessarily a part of even the Halloween events, right? They had a lot of really mm-hmm. special things happening. Very true. So those things that I feel commemorate anniversaries and have an added bonus to them, I think are usually the ones that are worth a little bit more. But... I mean, just closing down the park and watching the parade. I don't know. I'm sorry. Unlimited hot, it's high. You know, unlimited <laughs> hot chocolate or something. I think that's part of it. And I'm cookies. still holding off because, like, you, there's a chance. That's the thing. My other part is there's six different opportunities here for I'm, – I'm looking at New Orleans holidays in the Holiday Square. If they add some detail to that and Feliz Navidad party in Frontierland with Miguel from Coco, those could, too, be – solidly really good themed events if you go for it 
right? That's why I'm with Andrew a little bit. If there's anybody out there that like us to give a review, <laughs> feel free to DM us on Instagram. <laughs> I think they have to figure out a way to get trick-or-treating into the holiday, holiday. season. <laughs> they got to figure out some kind of holiday merry trick-or-treat so they can give you free candy. It makes it a little bit more worth it. It makes you feel a little bit better that you come home with a big bag of Sack something. Candy. You know, I don't I don't know if I want to get a big bag of loose cookies um, or something. <laughs> Fruit logs, and, uh, Mickey cookies, and candy canes. That's how you get people. There you go. Trick, yeah, but they have to come up with a phrase or something. You, know, you don't say trick or treat. We'll have to workshop that phrase for when that's okay. next you know, episode. You with your we're bag. on it. Yeah. <laughs> we're on it. And then we're going to get it started. Whenever we decide, we're just going to walk to random cast members, and whatever we decide, that's what we're going to say to them and, and stick a bag in bag. their face. Yeah. <laughs> and see what they give you. It's just like, going to well, be you don't listen to you don't listen to podcateers? <laughs> oh, go back Obviously, to you don't know. And you'll yeah. understand. Yeah, then you're supposed to put the cookie in the bag. <laughs> All right, well, I think a free cookie is a great way to end the episode. So uh, any final thoughts on anything that we've talked about today? No, I just want a cookie. That's oh, all I could think right of. Point. Get a cookie and watch the Muppets Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Ah, it's so far away. Oh. And Christmas is even farther away. But Christmas I can wait for, but the Muppets Haunted Mansion is so far away. <laughs> Hang in there, buddy. Hang in there. It's like 14 days or something. <laughs> At least from the time that we're recording this episode. So, all right. The sooner I go to sleep, the faster it'll get here, right? That's what my parents used to tell me when it was Christmas time and I was looking forward to it. So uh, I'm going to go with that. The sooner I can go to sleep, the faster I get to the Muppets Haunted Mansion. So sound off. Let us know how you feel about anything that we talked about in this episode over on Instagram or Facebook. You can contact us on Twitter as well. But we'd love for you to join our growing community over on Discord. Again, if you haven't done so yet, you can find an invite in the blog post for this episode, pocketeers.com slash 380 or on pocketeers.com. Just scroll down a little bit. You'll see the Discord invite there. So that is going to wrap it up for this episode. So until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. You'll be back. Take it away, Hazen. You You can't catch me off guard with that. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm sorry, Andrew. I know what you're saying now. (laughs) 